0: Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Magdalene. So when we look around church, there's more women than men. What is it that makes it so difficult for a man to go along to church here in Australia? Camille, the author, David Murrow, in his book, Why Men Hate Going to Church, came up with some interesting and amusing comparisons Yes, I do recommend this book, Why Men Hate Going to Church by David Murrow. It is very insightful, very witty, but he does bring some profound challenges. I I might add that not everything he says I would agree with because, uh, after all, if everything he said was correct, anyone who's a pastor would be in serious trouble. I don't think that's necessarily the case. But this guy has done his homework, and he comes across with a very, not just mature attitude, but he's a very inclusive attitude. There's no way in this book he's putting down women, putting down those that serve the Lord, putting down those that are even in the clergy. He's not doing that. Nor is he advocating a male-dominated my way or the highway approach. I think he's incredibly balanced here. But he is making an appeal. And basically his thesis is this. In the Western church, there is a culture that is becoming more and more feminine and more and more driving men away. When you consider what biblical Christianity is really like, it ought not to be the case. But to your question, Neil, what does he say? There are perceptions about what a real man is like and what church men are like, as if church men are not real men. Now, this is found, I think, on page 105 of his book, Why Men Hate Going to Church. But he'll say things, this is the perception, that real men live a wild life, enjoy sexual conquest and variety. They look at women, drink beer, go to parties, drive cool cars, light cigarettes, and hang out with babes in bars. In other words, it's an image of a macho man. I personally have a whole thing I can talk about comparing being macho with being masculine. They're not necessarily synonymous. Macho, of course, is a more aggressive, assertive, arrogant, and ungodly, twisted form of masculinity. Anyway, what does he say about church men? Instead of living a wild life, theirs is a restrained life. Instead of sexual conquest, it's sexual deprivation and monotony. Instead of looking at women, they look at Bibles. Instead of drinking beer, it's just cordial. Instead of going to parties, they go to potlucks. Instead of driving cool cars, they only drive the church van. Instead of lighting cigarettes, they light candles. Instead of hanging out with babes in bars, they hang out with babies in the creche. That is the perception. And so what do you do about that perception? Because in some respects, that's there's truth in that, isn't there? There is truth, but... You know, even the devil, when he's telling lies to the first couple or telling lies in the Bible or telling lies today, it's not always bold-faced lies. There is some truth twisted. Yes. What do we do about it? Well, like anything else in life, Neil, we have to recognize that there is a problem. And it's a problem that should be addressed. As long as we don't think there's a problem, we're not going to have a solution. First, we admit there's a problem. Second, we go and analyze why there is this problem. Yes, I do agree with Murrow's thesis that there are certain things that are culturally imposed or downloaded to us, and in order to please the culture, as if somehow we owe the culture more allegiance and pleasing than we do to God. And because we have this thing about relevance, and relevance has a place, but not as an idol, that some people make it. No, we're to be (laughs) serving anything and worshiping anything, it's God. And our relevance is that as we are connected with God, hearing from God, we can then focus on ministering to people. But yes, we are so culturally correct, it is driving men away. Because ultimately, men need a challenge, they need a sense of adventure, they are not risk adverse, so why should we? It's time to address these things because biblical Christianity gives you the challenge, the risk, and the adventure, all that you could ever hope for.